for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello and welcome to Living Life. It's so great to spend time together around God's Word. We're looking at Job chapter 6 in which Job is responding to Eliphaz, his friend. Have you ever been hurt by someone you had trusted? Have you ever been hurt by your friends? If so, what were some of the emotions you experienced? Disappointment? Bitterness? Resentment? In today's passage, Job is processing these emotions because He's been hurt, deeply hurt by his closest friends. And so by expressing his disappointment, Job is showing us what true friendship is supposed to look like. What is a true friendship? Let's take a look at today's passage. Job chapter 6 verses 14 through 30. Anyone who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. But my brothers are as undependable as intermittent streams, as the streams that overflow when darkness by thawing ice and swollen with melting snow, but that stop flowing in the dry season and in the heat vanish from their channels. Caravans turn aside from their roots. They go off into the wasteland and perish. The caravans of Tema look for water. The traveling merchants of Sheba look in hope. They are distressed because they had been confident. They arrived there only to be disappointed. Now you too have proved to be of no help. You see something dreadful and are afraid. Have I ever said, give something on my behalf, pay a ransom for me from your wealth, deliver me from the hand of the enemy, Rescue me from the clutches of the ruthless. Teach me, and I will be quiet. Show me where I have been wrong. How painful are honest words, but what do your arguments prove? Do you mean to correct what I say and treat my desperate words as wind? You would even cast lots for the fatherless and barter away your friend. But now, be so kind as to look at me. Would I lie to your face? Relent. Do not be unjust. Reconsider, for my integrity is at stake. Is there any wickedness on my lips? Can my mouth not discern malice? Job describes what true friendship looks like in verse 14. Anyone who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. In other words, uh, those who fear the Lord must not withhold kindness from his friend. So what does God honoring friendship look like? How does Job characterize true friend? So number one, we see that true friends are dependable to their suffering friends. True friends are dependable to their suffering friends. Here Job is saying that Eliphaz and others are proven to be undependable like ravines in the middle of desert. During the rainy season, these ravines would surge with water. But during the dry seasons, the waters would completely dry up. It is totally worthless for travelers and caravans who are looking for water. Likewise, Job was looking to get some comfort and support from his friend during the hour of his greatest need, but instead he's distressed and disappointed 
by their accusations. When things were going well for Job, these friends were there for him. But now that he is in utter distress, they are accusing him of sin. That's why Job says in verse 20, 21, Now you two have proved to be of no help. Uh, in verse in First Samuel, we see a story of David and Jonathan, a beautiful friendship between them. Uh, in fact, in First Samuel 18, verse 1, As soon as he had heard speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. So imagine your soul being knit together with someone else's soul. That's what true friendship is, a, a kind of soul-level connection. Not shallow, not transactional, not you scratch my back and I scratch yours kind of shallow friendship, but true friendship. And their friendship was forged not only when things were going well, but when David was running for his life from, his, from Jonathan's own father, King Saul. You can say that those years were the desert experience for uh, David as he, was, as he was constantly on the run as a fugitive. But even when his own father was trying to kill David, Jonathan remained dependable as a friend, trustworthy, supportive of his friend David throughout his exile. In 1 Samuel chapter 23, uh, Jonathan rose up and went to David at Horesh. He strengthened, his he strengthened his hand in God and he said to him, Do not fear for the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel and I shall be next to you. Saul, my father, also knows this. So you see a deep encouragement and uh, Jonathan being so dependable. And when Jonathan dies from battle, David laments deeply and describes his friendship with Jonathan this way. He says, Very pleasant you have into me. Your love to me was extraordinary, surpassing the love of women. Do you hear what David is saying here? Like Jonathan's friendship was so dependable, so extraordinary, so constant that he had not experienced that kind of connection even with women. So therefore, true friends are dependable to their suffering friends. And number two, we see that true friends point their suffering friends to their suffering Savior. True friends point their suffering friends to their suffering Savior. And Job is asking his friends to teach him where he has sinned. He argues that their accusations are unjust and baseless. We see that in verses 28 through 30. Uh, Job actually is pleading that he is innocent of wrongdoing. His integrity is at stake. There's no lie, wickedness, or malice in his mouth. He's saying, if you were my true friends, then you would understand my pain, my struggle, my suffering, that I'm not guilty of sin to deserve this kind of pain. He's looking for vindication in front of his friends. He's asking his friends to truly understand his suffering. However, these friends simply don't understand his pain. When our friends are going through various suffering and pain, many times, I cannot ever understand the depth of their pain. Most time, I'm out of words. I don't even know what to say to our friends who are struggling in pain. But the good news is there is someone who does understand our friend's deepest pain and suffering. Hebrews 4.15 For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. So here's the good news. No matter how much pain our friends are going through, no matter how much friend pain you're going through, we can encourage you, we can encourage them by pointing our suffering friends to their suffering Savior. 
only Jesus truly, truly understands. Only Jesus went through pain and suffering greater than anyone in history. And he was forsaken, rejected by the Father on the cross as he bore the penalty for your sins and for my sins. Do you want to be a true friend to those who are suffering? Point them to Jesus. Point them to the one who can sympathize with their pain, but not only sympathize, but to actually heal and restore their pain. When I was suffering in my own life, I thank God for many true friends in my life who have pointed me to my suffering Savior. So true friends point their suffering friends to their suffering Savior. Are you a true friend who is dependable to your suffering friends? Are you a true friend who points your suffering friends to their suffering Savior? Let's pray that we will be that kind of true friends, and that God will be gracious to our friends who are suffering right now. Let's pray. Father, we do ask for our friends who are suffering and who are in pain. God, I just pray for your healing and restoration upon them. I pray that we will be able to point them to you, uh, your suffering, your pain, that you bore the penalty of our sins on the cross. So Lord, would you renew their strength? Would you increase their strength? Would they mount up on, with wings like eagles, Lord, uh, as they wait upon you? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sing your soul, lifting your heart as the pinging crows of the sea.